Hi everyone, it's Helen Joy Butler here, Home Energy Alchemist, Sanctuary Creator and Elemental Space Clearer and welcome to this episode of Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality. Today we have an incredible lady joining us for a sanctuary chat. Ejani, also known as Technicolor Priestess, helps avant-garde visionaries use their uncopyable iconic style and presence to become irresistible to more money, magic and manifesting. She's the creator of the Iconic Essence Process, which has helped people all over the world learn how to effortlessly conjure activated and coded outfits that spark their inner icons into being. She lives in France with her tiny dancer and dude, where she enjoys being a thrift store whore, spontaneous dancer, and unicorn adorer. Hi, Eugenie. Hi. It's funny to hear that read back to me, but it's all true. Yay. I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's dive straight in to ask you, how did you get here to this incredible point because I think for people who know you who are listening to this conversation and people who don't know you listening to this conversation if they're on YouTube or they've seen a photo of you they're thinking oh my gosh this woman is beautiful she's incredible and I want a bit of that how did I how did she get there how can I do that so tell us a bit about your journey yes where to begin so um basically I was raised I had a lot, lot of Polar, like polarizing sort of things in my life. So I was raised between like poverty in the year, school year in the United States with my mom's sort of biker crew. Um, so very rebellious and, you know, lots of struggle. And then in the summertime, we would go with my grandparents in Mexico and that they were very affluent. They were, you know, society people dressed beautifully. So always like that, that, that started from the very young age, I was kind of a bridge, <laughs> right? Um, and the value, like the most important value um, that was in, in my Mexico family was that of like how you are regarded, like your, your image and how you dress and what other people's opinions of you. So essentially that made me realize, my God, I don't fit in with my size. I don't fit in with my like look. I'm just, I felt like a total freak in both worlds in, you know, cause I was too like, you know, up straight up and nerdy and like, um, and sort of, yeah, I just had big goals to be in the world and I was in, in the U S with my mom. And I was also just, I didn't fit it. Like I, I couldn't really quite find my place in my grandparents' world with my extended family. So from that moment, well, they say that your work, your core work ends up being like healing your core wounds, um, which is totally true. So I felt hideous. I, I loathed myself. I was really, um, I just felt like I didn't belong anywhere really. Um, so my go-to was to make myself invisible and basically make everyone around me just look and feel beautiful. So from a very young age, that was my role. I, I played myself down. I um, dressed in a way that I felt would totally take all attention and eyes off of me. And I would make over my sister. She was like queen of style at school, you know, but I was like the, brand, the, the mastermind behind her, her curated style, you know? And this went on with, you know, with relatives, with, um, with uh, college roommates, everyone in my life got an Eugenie makeover. Um, so eventually I realized like I was, I was really living for others. Like everything that I, all the bad stuff I thought about myself was really because of how I thought others perceived me. Like I just never felt like enough, but it's cause I just wasn't paying any tender loving attention to myself. Um, 
yeah, I'm sort of really collapsing the story. But eventually I realized like, instead of making life about just pleasing others and doing what you're supposed to do, how about you start like figuring out what your passion is? How about you start like actually being a little bit kind to yourself? How about you stop caring? This is like, I heard someone say, or I saw like a thing that said, you're not everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. And I was like, oh my God, what if I just start believing that it's okay to not be able everyone's cup of tea? What if I actually make it a goal to not be everyone's cup of tea? And that really shifted something for me. Um, so I got into, um, so after many years of doing what I thought I should do and sort of, you know, figuring out, feeling like I was wrong all the time, um, I decided to just, you know, when I got pregnant with my little one, I, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to really focus in on this. I'm going to do coaching instead of corporate work. I'm going to learn about myself. I'm going to heal myself. And, um, you know, I did that energetically. I did it um, through mindset. I did it in lots, all the ways we do it, right, is where we embark on this journey. Um, and even then, when I started my business, I was really trying still to be like a coach, um, trying to, th you know, think in terms of how are people going to perceive me? How can they most like me? How, are, how will they most likely be able to hire me or whatever, want to hire me? And so I was really still editing myself. So it was through this journey of really starting my own uh, business that it really went to another level, right? So because you really put it into practice. What does it look like to just really be me? What does it look like to really express in my way? What does it look like? So I really had to figure all that out for myself um, in a way that, in the way that I've helped others do that. Um, and so when I started my, my own business, it was really lots of iterations. Um, it took me a long time and I resisted so hard the style piece and the energy piece because, you know, I didn't trust myself as an energy worker and the style piece felt really sort of um, fluffy and um, superficial. Um, oops, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. Yes. Okay, beautiful. Um, so yeah, so those two were really difficult for me, those two pieces to bring in, yet I always carried them with me. Um, and so eventually just naturally, I started listening more. I started um, surrendering more, right? And just there were, when was the, I guess a, a pivotal point? I just realized honestly that the more I, so the more I just embraced the style piece and the, and the energy piece, the more information I would start receiving about how to help others, right? Like I got to fine tune my, my process and clients were starting to get more and more results. The more I was myself, the more people were interested, the more engagement I got, like it just really was very clear to me, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, this is finally working after so many years of just, you know, doing it the reverse way of trying to please others. I really came into myself. Um, and the more and more I do that, just the more and more, so the more I grow, the more I love myself, the more attention I pay to myself, the more I express myself, the more things just work and it's a beautiful thing. So, and the more information I receive, right? Um, like the elements work. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was a long answer longer, long story longer, but that's kind of the journey in a patchwork style, I guess. <laughs> now it's beautiful because we all have a journey and anyone who works in a space like we do knows that it's us coming full circle back to who we are, but there's so many things we have to walk through, wade through, go deep with, you know, like can't see the forest for the trees kind of stuff on the way. And as you were talking, as you know, I was burping and burping for me is that real. Oh, you're a burper too. <laughs> I'm a burper too. <laughs> One word I really picked up on though that you said 
quite early on in your story was this concept of being invisible. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm going to say very broadly as women, and I'm not saying that there aren't men who don't feel the same way, but I think as women, we're really accultured into being invisible. And I know that's certainly part of my journey, but I know that by stepping into your work myself, you know, as a a student of yours, that we really have to strip that away. We We really have to say, I'm okay to take up space. I'm okay to express, you know, how I want to express myself, whether that's through my words or through my clothes or through my work or anything. So you did mention a little bit about the elements. So, and I want to link this back to this concept of being invisible because I think um, from what I can, um, what I've experienced, what I can see, those elements are really helping us to strip that conditioning, strip those stories away so that we now can be visible in a way that's truly heart-centered and truly us. Am I on the right path saying that? Of course you are. Yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of, so this work eventually has now come to, I, I realized over so many years that I was, I was basically trying to fit the mold, just like so many of us are, but there's, there's never a way to 100% take all the boxes in the mold, no matter who you are, no matter how classic or conventional or traditional or conservative or efforts, like how much, how much effort you put into it, it is impossible. And so what what happens with the elements which i love so yes i was i was trying to be invisible because i thought you know what i can't fit in and i yeah like you said this is a lot of a lot of women out there right a lot of people i can't fit in so i might as well just lean into those things about me that people like and uh in my case that was air i'll tell you in a minute why um and then the rest like kind of you you kind of stuff it back somewhere right and what i eventually learned is like um that each of us lead with two of our elements right air water fire earth and space are the elements. My elements happen to be air and space. Um, the space part, so space is super weird. It's avant-garde, it's visionary. It can be really um, uncomfortable for people sometimes to be around uh, you know, space people. And I always had that. I was always a big fucking weirdo. Like always, I had these weird little, whatever. I, I think we get it, right? You get it. Probably people listening are gonna get the weirdo part too. So I learned like, okay. And, and I was about around a bunch of fires the fires who were really loud. My mom is a fire, my grandparents fire, my sisters are both fire. So always I was like, oh my God, okay, let the fires do their thing. Let them get angry. Let them, you know, raise a big old stink. And I'm just going to lean into my air. Air is light and funny and um, bubbly and effervescent, right? It can, it can bring, it can sort of break up tension and make really heavy situations a little bit lighter. So I leaned into that hardcore, really hardcore and really tried to push away, um, you know, the the space but here's what happens when you do that you sort of you become a very flat version of yourself right especially if you're doing it for others then your element's not even able to express in its in its iconic expression it's in shadow right if you're doing it externally it's it's shadow especially if you're trying to be so accommodating and tiptoeing invisibility right there so where there's no room for you there's no room for you so what i have found when you when you finally embrace that your second element and even and your the iconic aspects of your first element right so when i really started thinking you know what because i thought um gosh air even air is like superficial i wasn't thinking of these terms but i was thinking god i'm so nice 
you know, people think I'm just nice, but like, that's it. She's not like, I'm not gritty or intellectual or, you know, I don't have substance, nothing to hold on to, you know? And I felt really shitty about that. But I realized, no, actually, it's a fucking gift to be able to bring lightness to really gross, like heavy situations. It's like, it's delightful to walk into a room and make people feel happy. That's lovely, right? So you have to switch that and you're like, okay, then I, I'm okay being seen a little bit more. And then with the, with the space, I realized like, again, like once you get to know that part of yourself, it's like that whole know, like, and trust with yourself, right? So you start knowing and discovering this other part that you've had tucked away. And the more you give it its place and the more you chat with it and the more you guys create a relationship, the two of you create a relationship, the more it's suddenly okay to be yourself and the more exciting and the more you get to discover and be like, oh my gosh, there's almost like a, um, not a justification, but you're like, oh my goodness, this all checks out. And it's, it's very comforting to see all these different parts of yourself, like in these sort of, on these, uh, on this, you know, based on these models and all these like characteristics, then you realize, oh my God, no, I'm actually just air in space. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just air in space. And then I get to lean into it, right? So it almost like um, relieves the, the humiliation or the, not humiliation, but like the, the judgment in a way. Yeah, right? definitely. You start being seen more and more. The more you yeah. know and like yourself, the more you can trust yourself to be seen. And that is such a big journey back to liking ourselves and back to wanting wanting to actually be seen for who we are. And I'm just going to you know say this because this is how I am. Like if if I put myself in certain situations with certain people, it can feel difficult to do that. Um, and particularly, you know, talking about chakras, like whether we want to voice it, it can be really difficult to voice those things. You know, we might want to show up energetically and we do all this background work, all this beautiful healing to bring us to this point where we can hopefully show up. I know that when I did your quiz initially, I came out as water and fire, but then yeah. through um, doing the course with you, came out as fire and space. Yeah. So I found that absolutely fascinating. Perhaps you have seen this as well with other people. And I know this is a bit unusual perhaps, but being an, an identical twin, I don't have the um, knowledge of really how to be a singular because yeah. I was always brought up as a double and we were brought up as one really, right? So my sister her elements are water and air and so I think it made sense that we both came out as water first time around because we hadn't really had that separation and then of course I wasn't doing any fire and then now I have done you know the course with you and I'm now fire and air it's like what the hell sorry fire and space what the hell what's going on Helen um so it's relearning all of that and to be honest it's fun it's only like playing in dress up box again <laughs> But yeah. how do we come back? Because there's a lot of people I know I've worked with who have said I have either nothing to wear or there's just I've been into their homes um, to do work and there's just been wardrobes jam-packed with stuff. Yep. So how do you help someone? You know, we've got these elements and Eugenie, everyone's got this amazing quiz. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes to so go ahead and do that. So how do we now take that element or those elements really grab them by the horns but yep. then go to our wardrobe and go well I've got nothing to wear or it's jam-packed and I, none mm -hmm. of it yeah well I love that question and first just to touch on your you know you growing up as a twin yes like we, we really hold on to 
sort of what's in our, like almost the lowest hanging fruit for our identity, right? So it's like, okay, probably you learned early on, maybe that water part of your sister got like was really easy breezy and you know people like being around that right and you're like you know what i'm just going to go ahead especially if you're, you're psychologically learned we're kind of a unit so i kind of have to like adapt right it's really easy to intertwine and to mesh you know that energetically right um so there it is brave and it is um, new territory to really separate and even though i'm not a twin i had that similarly with my sister with my sister who's three and a half years younger and it that's been a big process to sort of because it feels not like betrayal, but a little bit like to be like, I'm actually a sovereign person now and I'm going to be my own person and I can still love you the same and probably even better, right? It just changes that dynamic. So I honor you for doing that. And I love seeing both of you just blossom so beautifully in a whole different way individually, you know? Yeah. So, um, and your Instagram feed for, yeah, it's so good. So um, then for the elements, so what happens is, <clears throat> Um, when there's any overwhelm, when there's confusion, when you have a closet full of nothing to wear, it's absolutely 100% because your brain has told you that you're a certain person and that you should buy these things. But at the same time, you're not to be trusted with wearing anything because you might color outside the lines a little bit and you might fuck it up. So there's like, you need all this stuff, right? To feel like you have options, but then at the same time, you can't be trusted. So you, you know, you have to be afraid almost of going into your closet and playing. There's no play. You're going to, you can literally fuck it up and you can be in danger. If you wear something that's going to make someone else uncomfortable, right? If Kathy at the PTA meeting thinks that you look too whatever fancy or sexy, well, you're going down. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's like real fear instilled. So what happens when you connect it with the elements and when you start sort of, you know, learning my, my technique, it's, it's we bypass the brain. I always imagine it like you're open, you're going through all the clutter and the yuckiness and the cobwebs and stuff. And you get like, you start reaching into the truth, right? And the truth cannot come from the thoughts that you're having because the thoughts that you're having, they've all been pre-programmed, right? You literally with your identity kind of program your brain as you go and say, you know, um, my identity is that I'm confused. My identity is that part of my identity is that I don't have a style. Also part of my identity is that, um, you know, I'm overwhelmed with my closet, that I have a closet full of nothing to wear. So your brain's going to look for ways to just perpetuate that, which obviously is not helpful when it comes to expressing yourself authentically, right? So it really is, it becomes about shutting your brain off and then getting to know your elements. And what does that look like? Literally, like crazy person talking to your elements, like, hey, fire, we don't really know each other that well. I know you're part of me, but I've, like, I'm ready to connect with you. I'm ready to learn about you. What do you, what do you think I should wear today? Or what, what do you... Tell me, guide me, like what, what piece should my outfit be, be built around, right? Have a conversation. You can journal with your, with your elements as well, right? So just like, what do you need from me? How, how can I help you have more voice? Just really like you would get to know, you know, a, a new member of your family who's, you know, a long lost sibling or something. Um, you have to spend that time getting to know them and giving them, you know, looking at seeing them, witnessing them, witnessing those elements that have been tucked away and possibly been in shadow, right? Um, so asking questions is a really great way to start bypassing your brain and creating cool outfits. Um, number two would be, so when you've accumulated so many things like that from your brain and over the years, like things that your cousin gave you or the, that one outfit you wore to that party that you didn't really like, but it was that special party. So I have to keep that in there too. As you know, because you work with energy and, um, you know, stuff, it, it like, it creates lots of chatter and distortion and like, Static in your closet. 
and literally like you can't access any clarity you can't access any truth because of all the chatter right yeah. so um the next step would be clean that shit out like give yourself the opportunity to to get rid of even if you don't get rid of it permanently but just remove like half of your shit so that you can actually ah, like see some of the things that fit you beautifully and that you actually do like right that actually that you would never want to get rid of at least give yourself a clean palette to work from that will silence the chatter a lot and start you know making that confusion and that overwhelm dissipate yeah and oh my gosh what a relief right when that dissipates it's and, and what I'm also hearing too, Eugenie, is that with the elements, having a conversation with them or journaling with them or spending time with them yeah. actually equals spending time with our truth, with our soul, with our higher self, with whatever um, being or part of us that is here to help us on this journey to actually come back more fully to our Absolutely. truth. And that is a super important I believe anyway, part of the journey. I had a really interesting conversation with the lady recently. I'm doing this round table as part of this particular podcast season that this episode will be aired in. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about going through her wardrobe. It was so funny. And she said she had a bedroom, which used to be her son's bedroom, which just became, you know, the dumping ground for everything, including mm -hmm. her old clothes. And she said she was going through her old clothes one day and thought, my son's girlfriend would like this, let's say it was a jacket, would like this jacket. And then she just had to stop herself and go, what young man would want to see his girlfriend in his mother's clothes? <laughs> good point. Very good point. I mean, fair enough if she'd seen it perhaps at a um, charity store or something and decided she liked it and then... That's another issue, right? Bringing home those things and energetically clearing them so that they're they're suitable or appropriate oh, yeah. for us. I know you have a beautiful process. You want to share that with us too? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Everything is energy, everything. And so when you buy an article of clothing, it absolutely is carrying not only the energy of where it was stored, but also like the journey at the thrift store, right? It's probably sleepy. Um, it's Yeah, there's lots. It's very dense and yeah. So um, three easy things to do. Um, one is to um, clear energy, like with something like um, sage or with palo santo or incense, you know, frankincense or whatever. You can, you know, do that that way and clear the energy. Second one is to um, speak, speak to the to the article of clothing. So often I say anything um, that belongs to someone else, to anyone else, leaves this this garment now. Like it is clean, it is clear, it is back to its neutral original state. Um, and you can even say like, you want to bring in the energy of its original like fibers before it went through all the processing and all the dyeing and all the, you know, factory stuff. You just want to bring it to its most like, um, yeah, to its, to its pre-refinement, whatever stage, right? To its raw, beautiful, natural state. So you do that in a spoken way. And the third way obviously is to um, wash it, like actually physically wash it. And then with that, you can really feel a difference um, in the garment absolutely and you can feel when you put it on I don't know about you but when you know if I haven't done that and I put something on I actually can feel a tug or I can feel almost like I'm swallowing something that doesn't belong to me um, so you can really feel the lightness and the clarity when you um, do that first so I really recommend that you're not taking on anything that's not yours yeah I am um, 
bought a number of particularly jewelry pieces from yep. a charity shop. We call them op shops, opportunity shops. So same, yep. same, just different names. Yeah. Um, and I'd done all the right things that I knew to do energetically. Obviously, I can't put a necklace in the washing machine, but you know, I'd done right, yeah, everything yeah. I could do um, from your suggestions, but also my own skill set. And then I put this on and I went, Mm, there's something still a bit not so right there so then I took it off and went through the processes again and managed to clear it so I want to share that because I think it shows that even people in that space like us who do it can sometimes have to do it again but also if you don't feel energy that's okay please just do these things anyway um, and trust and know in your heart and your body that you're doing the right thing for yourself Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. It's very supportive to do it, even yeah. if you can't see them exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so if people are watching us here on YouTube or seeing images of us and even though listening on the podcast, they would see two ladies with glasses on, um, pointy glasses, two ladies with earrings, big earrings, two ladies with necklaces and hair pulled back and makeup on and and dressed right there's going to be people who I know you've worked with and I've certainly worked with said I can't dress like that that's not my lifestyle I live in a small town or um, if I wore that people would laugh at me or someone would judge me for it I know heavy right heavy stuff and I think we've all been there and we've all heard it and usually it's that other person's shit but unfortunately we take that on is there other advice or support that you can gift us to help push through that because I know through the work that I've done with you I mean I always love clothes you know I I was a sewer and I can do all that kind of stuff and there's all these incremental levels I know for myself energetically some days I still want to wake up and just put on my trackies and my t-shirt but nearly every single time I feel like that I say my brain goes just do it because it's easy my heart goes no stuff you brain I'm just going to I might put on some comfy pants but they're not my tracksuit pants and I might put on a pretty top but it's not the daggy t-shirt and I might put on some cute little earrings as opposed to none so I think it's really interesting because you and I dress I think really beautifully today and stylishly we don't always look like this yeah, how cool. We don't always look like this. We do sometimes have our pajamas on and sometimes we are unwell. But there's really two questions here. How do we get through the head talk when other people are saying you shouldn't do that or that looks silly or you're, you know, that doesn't suit your body shape or whatever? Um, and the second thing is kind of how do we get through it ourselves so that we can then confidently just show up for how we want to be? Absolutely. So. Um, the first part of that, I love this question. So the first part of it um, is, it's again, a shift between existing for others or existing for yourself. So do you want to live your entire life making sure that everyone else is comfortable, everyone in your town, when you go to the grocery store or when you go, you know, whatever, have a coffee or whatever, are you, is, your, is the, the priority of your existence to make sure that everyone in your town approves of you? And that you know no one's rolling their eyes or talking about you and making them feel comfortable, or is the or is the priority in your existence for you to feel expressed, for you to show yourself that you are freaking fabulous, for you to actually feel how you want to feel, right? For you to be more and more who you are meant to be on this earth, right? 
I want you to like to really think if you're posing yourself if you're like feeling scared about that like really because it is a big question it's about who you're being right so you decide who you choose to be you're either the woman who's existing and like censoring and editing herself because you don't want others to talk about you or you're like fuck it i'm just going to be who i am incrementally like you said in lots of iterations but i'm going to actually do that and honor myself in that way right so yes i know that's theoretical so we'll we'll get down to some actually nuts and actual nuts and bolts things right um so one th one other thing i want to say about that so when we're dressing for others um it's it's not only about dimming yourself down but also sort of being that chameleon right i used to do that even though i had my own quirky twist um even when i was resisting my true nature I would still like think about, oh, I'm going to meet whatever this friend. So I'm going to dress like that. They're a little edgier. And I'm now going to meet this friend. She's a little more puppy. So I guess I'll tone it down and do this. Right. Um, but what happens is that you, you never, you never get to fully express and emerge. You never, you're always like shutting parts of yourself down. And that eventually, like it really takes an energetic toll. It takes an emotional toll. It takes a physical toll. Like I used to have migraines. I used to have severe backaches, like where I could not even walk right you're feeling me so mm -hmm. it literally like energetic like stuffing yourself into a box it it ripples out into everything it ripples out into your business after that if you're not in integrity with yourself every time you every time you censor yourself you're essentially lying lying is not being in integrity right and when you're not in integrity people outside of you potential clients you know people around you whether you're doing it for them or not air quotes um they can sense that something is off something is not truthful. So people will be more like hesitant to hire you because something feels off, right? You can't possibly be magnetic if you're, if you're existing in those sort of, in, in, if you're dressing in lies essentially, and if you're moving through your world in that way, because it's not an integrity, right? So that's that part. The sort of second flip side of that is we are always, always manifesting every single moment of every single day, right? So whether you're home alone, so this is one thing I hear as entrepreneurs, right? I'm home alone, so I'll just be in my my sweatpants, my tracksuit, like you said, or just stay in my Jimmy Jams all day, whatever. Who cares? And my hair's dirty, and my like my kids spit up on my shoulder, but fuck it, I don't care. I'm, no one's seeing me, right? And my clients are on audio. Who cares? But that no, false. Because all of those moments that you're with yourself in your house, you are still manifesting. So what are you showing yourself? Like when you look at yourself in the mirror in one of those moments. What are you feeling about yourself? You're feeling like, shit, I look like whatever, a slob or whatever it is. Like, um, I look lazy or, oh my God, look at me. Like, I, I'm so disheveled. Oh God, I'm totally not. On. I can guarantee you, you do not feel like your most powerful, like fucking badass iconic self, right? <laughs> so if you're going through your entire day working in that energy, that's not helping you get clients. It's not helping you be creative and connect, right? Because it, it, again, you're out of integrity. And you're always manifesting. So you're going to keep getting those feelings of feeling like shit. You're going to keep getting those struggles that you're having in your business. You're going to keep on perpetuating those as well, right? So I actually tell people that um, it's more important to dress like for yourself in those, in those off times. Like when you're at home and no one's going to see you, it's actually more important to care about what you, what you wear, right? Care more about that. Spend more time because you're with yourself more than you're with anyone else. You're always with yourself. So make that shit count, make it really good. Make it so that when you look in the mirror or you look down at yourself, you're like, it's activating you. It feels exciting. It feels like filled with possibilities. You can actually see that it's bridging the gap between who you are now and who you're stepping into, right? It's a whole other feeling, right? I just love that. I just love that so much. Like my, 
last year now I know that in um, Australia where I live in Australia we didn't have as big a lockdown as what parts of Europe have had and I'm not sure what, what you've had as well in your part of France but I was at home with hubby and our teenage son and it started what mid-March or a bit later than March 2020 and so I decided to, I had a COVID intention and a COVID resolution, but then I made another decision. So my COVID resolution was actually to claim my grey, so the silver in my hair. Um, But the other thing I decided to do was to dress up to stay in. And the impact of that, because everyone else, not broadly speaking, collectively, everyone else said, well, I'll just be in my pyjamas all day or great, I don't have to go out of the house, I can not brush my hair or my husband would wear the same t-shirt for three days in a row and, you know, I had a teenage son, goodness knows what's even going on there with, with, you know, all of that. But it was really amazing what I noticed in myself energetically and my business and what was happening with, with all of that. So I'm really glad that you touched on this concept of business and bringing this work into whether it's our business or our work, if we work in a traditional inverted commas kind of job, the impact we can have on ourselves and the others and who knows, even promotions or what we're going to attract to us. So with your clients, have you, can you share a little bit about what you have noticed through whether it's them personally or professionally? Um, obviously confidentially that you're happy to share of course yeah no and generally yeah there's there's some general things that happen so what um the first thing that happens is you know people sort of feeling this um permission to be themselves so permission right um another thing that happens is self-trust self-trust i can finally trust myself to make these decisions i can finally trust myself that i'm not going to fuck everything up I can finally trust myself that I know I'm making the right next move in my business or at, at work or whatever, right? It's, it's full self-trust and backing. That, that's what, those are the things that come from this because again, it's not just about your wearing, it's what you're wearing, it's about who you are being when you wear that stuff, right? Um, so that already is huge. And even just that, that bit from, from trusting yourself and really embracing from who, uh, who you are really through the elements, um, there's a lot of feeling of, um, and this is not something I, whatever, it's just, I'm sharing what people have experienced, feeling of like childhood trauma, healing from religious trauma, healing from sexual trauma and abuse, right? Like, because obviously trusting yourself and backing yourself instead of making yourself the, the culprit or thinking that you were wrong for existing until that person did that bad thing to you because you were you it flips that and it says, no, actually, no, fuck that. Like I do get to trust myself and I wasn't wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Like, cause I fully back myself. Right. So it totally changes and flips that way. Your way of moving through your world. Right. Instead of thinking you're constantly wrong, <laughs> you actually are like, no, actually I'm perfectly me and perfectly right. And I get to trust the shit out of myself. So I think that's, that's the core of all of it. Um, that's one of the huge things. Um, then once you do that, you know, and start expressing, you become magnetic 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 irresistible because you find yourself irresistible you're letting it all out you know how they say that you know how they say i don't even know if this is the true percentage but that we use only 10 percent of our brain you know so it's like you've been showing up as 10 percent of yourself and now you tap into all this other like 90 percent. holy shit like of course you're like whoosh like it all comes out and you're like oh like radiant and magnetic right and more excited to be you 
And that really, that's appealing to other people. Like, what are we all looking for? We're looking for inspiration. We're looking to be more ourselves. We're looking to be more confident. So if you are literally the beacon of that, right, people are going to like flock to you. So I've had people, um, uh, you know, like just this week, a, a new client, she, she just like owned her fire and raised her price immediately. And the day after our first session, signed a client immediately out of nowhere as if by magic um, at her highest rate ever, right? Um, I've had people get promotions, so really show up in this new way and get a promotion at their corporate job or be asked to lead um, an important meeting that they had never been considered for, you know? So really be seen, you start to be seen. And not just like in a scary way, like, oh God, people are going to see me and then I become more vulnerable. No, it's like you're seen for your gifts, you're seen for your, for your je ne sais quoi, you're seen for your magic and your genius, right? Like all of that gets to start shining through. Mm, that's a beautiful. And just even the fact that you're gifting people permission to do that, to go, we can crack this open. Like when you, when you just went before I pictured like standing at you know, me as an adult, not a, not a little Helen, but as an adult, just standing at this doorway and then this door opening up and absolutely it's not like Christmas. It's like Christmas day, but a theme park and I don't know, everything that you ever desired that's just so awesome about you slash me is in there. And it's yeah. it's opening that portal to be able to step in and go, you know, here I am. Look how fucking cool I am. So it's like, yeah, this part like of yourself, all the magic, all the like wowness of yourself that you've had locked away because you thought, I'm just wrong. So your brain has just been doing its job to keep showing you how wrong you are, how bad you are, how invisible, how whatever, right? And then finally, when you're like, no, there's this whole other land of possibilities. Like you said, this amusement park of me, like, holy shit, right? It's, it's, your focus is totally different. And obviously it activates, it's very activating. Yeah. And totally cool, by the way. And stacks of fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's been fun watching you and your transformation, you know, from like water into space, like a fire, right? Yeah. And you know what? I always... I always knew and have done for, I'm going to say always means I've known for a long time, <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. know, what I'm here to do and all of that. And I knew the enormity of it and I was hiding that. I will admit, you know, I was pushing that down. I was going, who am I? I I'm the size of a, you know, a little peewee little thing. Like I'm certainly don't take up a lot of space physically yet what I'm here to do. And I, this is how I sense you too, Ajani, is what you're here to do. This big stuff. I mean, on the surface, it might look flippant. Like whether we say, well, what am I going to wear today? You know, this might be flippant. Or if I'm saying something like, well, we're going to create sanctuary in this space and, you know, we're going to energetically clear it, it might seem flippant, but that yeah. actual ripple effect of the work we do for ourselves is monster massive absolutely 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 i love that you're saying that because and that's the thing um, and i love this like um i got a coach I, I got trained with or something i think that's where it came from but there was gave this example of like a plow like you you give the you put it on an ox and like the the plow like will go into the groove and they just keep on dragging it and they go straight the ox goes straight or whatever or whatever animals you use to farm <laughs> oh i don't know but whatever that that the the instrument keeps going into that same groove in the earth right and then the next day too and it just it stays the same right if you change that even like a tiny percent like one two three percent that the angle the trajectory of that instrument you move it out like just a couple degrees it will go in a in like a totally different direction right 
so that's the thing with with clothing like it's something that's immediate that you can start like really shifting and it gives you that few degrees and your trajectory totally changes it changes a shit ton and i'm not saying it's a small effort because there's a lot of emotion involved and a lot of you have to be ready to do it um but it's not just clothes it really changes sort of the course and of, of how you're showing up of who you're being of how others respond to you of what you believe is possible for yourself like just that tiny seemingly tiny shift can bring huge changes and put you in a whole new realm really yeah perfect yeah. good thing that dropped in there for me because i think we haven't even spoken about this and it's i think a vital part of the process is we don't have to spend money to make this happen oh no oh no 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 and that's one of those things to circle back to the beginning when i was telling you my story sorry i have a little bit of a an allergy thing happening um but the thing that was fascinating about how i grew up that i want to circle back to is i would see the impressions of like these women who in mexico in the mexico life like people just dressed beautifully and they were spending all this money and they and my sister and i were just like oh my god salivating and then when we would go back to the us i would see how to do it and we would go to thrift stores or we would get hand-me-downs or even my own clothes and i would i would i felt the energy of what those clothes held and how like how i wanted to feel it really was an imprint for me and then i could reproduce that feeling with stuff I had in my closet by cutting it by by even just the way I was putting it together or borrowing this from my mom or whatever and I was able to do that and just feel not not poor <laughs> do you know what I mean I just instead of feeling like shit and like whatever it made me it, yeah and I helped my sister do the same right no one would have thought that we lived how we lived um yeah. so all that to say that helped me really bring that into this work and so, no, you do not need to do a complete overhaul on your closet. It's more about taking away the things that are, well, as you know, I'm all about the fuck yeah, right? So you tune into your fuck yeah, which is that ultimate truth, that unwavering knowing that's inside of you beyond your brain. Once you're tuned into that, you can go through your closet and just take out anything. And even in experimenting and playing, just seeing, seeing like, okay, I tried seven different, you know, options with this jacket. Maybe it's just a no, but I thought it was a yes because I was defaulting to whatever. And that's okay, but thank you, Jacket. Bye-bye, you know? Um, but I guarantee if you just give some love and care to your closet as it is right now, remove the pieces that are not a fuck yeah. Keep the ones that fit you beautifully and that do feel as close to fuck yeah as possible and just play an experiment with those. You'll have a whole new, whole new wardrobe. Guaranteed. And this you experienced it on the closet session, right? Like you you just ask questions instead of letting your brain lead the way you you just you know feel into how you want to feel and put things on together in a way you would have never done before you will have new outfits coming out your wazoo um with what you have already totally i 100 percent agree with that i had these i have these amazing pants with the cheetah pattern all over them and then Ooh. i had this other top which is crazy colors and whatever and i thought oh put them together i mean seriously he's going to even I mean, I can stay home if I want to, but, you know, I chose to go out with that and put a belt on and whatever. And somehow it works. And what I've noticed as well, because I can go down to the local store, I just walk down, but sometimes I drive down, it's very close. And yeah. I noticed when I drove down, it was pouring rain. That's my excuse for driving. And then I parked in the car park and had to walk about 50 metres to get to the post office. And about six people who I don't even know said hello, smiled at me, had a short conversation and was because of what we're talking about here, which is that vibration, that underlying vibration of, I want a bit of that. I don't know what she's got, but I just want a little bit of that. 
Yeah. And there's nothing more like literally energetically attractive than someone who's taking full ownership of themselves. Because when you're hiding and retracting, like that's what you're going to attract people who either are going to be repelled by you or go, who are also hiding and attracting. So there's no possibility for connection, right? But when you're owning that, those cheetah print with the crazy shirt, you're like fully embodied. Like that shit, yes, it's magnetic. You, you are seen and you are literally like magnetizing people too. They see the openness. They feel the possibilities in you. So they, right? So that of course they can come in and plug in. Yeah. 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 And I, I love it. I play a lot now. I kind of go, oh yeah, she's an air. Oh, she's a <laughs> Well, you start seeing it, don't you? Yes. And, yeah. and because of where I live is quite a casual, I mean, I live in a country, sorry, in a, a capital city in our state but it's not one of the biggest capital cities. And so people can still be, you know, just in the casual clothes. It can be really hot here. So I can yeah. Yeah. I find it really a little bit tricky to be a bit more stylish when it's really hot, like humid yeah. and hot. Like, yeah, um, yeah. No, and I get that. So, and that's one of the things I was going to say earlier about, um, so sometimes there are external conditions where, you know, that, that prevent us from maybe wearing a full face of makeup if you, if you like that, or having, you know, our hair on point because, you know, you're literally dripping sweat and, you know, I get that, right? Um, or you're sick, like you said earlier, right? Maybe you're feeling unwell, whatever. So here, here's the, the thing about that. You still get to feel iconic. You still get to feel like, you still get to wear fuck yes, even in those instances, right? Maybe you're not well wearing all your bling or, you know, whatever, but you're wearing a sun a sundress that's like, that where the pattern is really yummy and the material feels amazing it's still a fuck yeah right it doesn't mean you only have to wear whatever like you know um old tank tops and some ripped jean shorts unless that's a fuck yeah for you right but just um you don't ever have to compromise is what i'm saying you, there's always a way whether you're sick whether you're wearing your pajamas whatever to still feel luxurious like i had a client said who said um i really like my like being at home in my jammies and i'm cooking and i'm doing massage like she works with a physical thing and so she bought herself these beautiful, like organic satin bamboo. I don't know what, what the hell, but just these amazing pajamas that yes, they're still pajamas, but she feels fucking fancy. She feels iconic in those pajamas, right? And it still feels good. And it keeps her frequency up to wear those. So the same thing, like if you're going to buy sandals or flip-flops, like make sure that those sandals or flip-flops are just fucking iconic, that they feel amazing to you. Um, <clears throat> no compromising. There's never a reason to not feel iconic, whether you're dressed down or dressed up. <clears throat> no matter the circumstances yeah beautiful I think this has come to me recently in the work I do and I can definitely see it in the work that you do as well we are really just the conduits for this stuff we're the channel that all this stuff yeah. comes through and we <clears throat> receive it and then we just have to we have to get it out in the world it's kind of like if we don't get it out there then something in us is going to die something oh, i'm sorry i don't mean to collectively put you in there you know, i'm just talking about me if something yeah. if i don't get this out there um you know my message then you know there's something really not going to be okay with helen if she doesn't do that do you feel a little bit the same like you just kind of have to show up you have to do this you know or else kind of deal well you kind of start when you realize like it's not all about me it's not all about oh Eugenie feels shy Eugenie feels insecure oh like Eugenie had a tough tough childhood poor Eugenie like when you just step out of that and you're like no actually I'm a fucking sovereign badass strong person who can make her own decisions who's here for a mission and all this stuff I've been receiving is not like delusional it's not crazy it's actually helping people of course yeah it, it kind of it's humbling 
it's almost empowering and humbling at the same time. And you know, yes, of course, like I wouldn't be receiving it if part of my job on earth was was not to be transmitting it, right? Oh, and, definitely. Yeah, and another part is I had one of my coaches tell me, you know what, if you don't like move your ass and get it out there, the universe, like your purpose, like this information needs to get out. So it'll go through you or it'll go through someone else. So either you do your job and like get it out there or there will be a person born whether it's five years from now or two minutes from now, who's going to carry out this information? Who's going to receive it and deliver it to the world? Because it needs to be delivered to the world. So it's almost like get over yourself and do do the work to show the fuck up. Yeah, get out of your own way and just get it out there. This is probably a beautiful segue to spiritual practice because obviously mm -hmm. through this podcast, we want to be sharing, if possible, with other people practices that we do Firstly, to bring them back to themselves, but also secondly, to hear what other people do in case it resonates. Because I'm, people say to me, you know, everyone tells me I should journal. And I said, well, do you like it? And they go, no. I said, well, don't bloody well journal. Like, yeah. if you don't want to do that, it's not your practice, move on, get something else. So yeah. I know that from my own experience, what I had to do to bring my message through what did you have to do to bring your message through but also do you have daily practices that continue that kind of flow of information for you yes okay so yes both both yes um so first part is i was all about so air one of the the shadows of air is like give me all the information and i'm just going to keep it in here but i won't do anything with it so i can release all the factoids i've read all the books I know exactly what you're talking about, but guess what? I have put zero of it into practice. Why isn't anything changing for me? Right? That was me. So years of like reading all the self-help books, of taking the course, getting certified, but I wasn't applying it because I saw it in my brain, but I know it now. So I know it, right? So part of the healing, the big, huge um, transmuting of energy, the big, huge alchemy for me came when I actually got brave enough to actually start applying the things so part of my my sister is a, uh, a shaman and a healer and she would always tell me like you're you're just like i can feel you stuck here but just get into your just inhabit your body get into your body and i didn't know what that meant until i started inhabiting my body right so what did that mean it meant like self-care doing like actually taking time to do stuff like yoga actually moisturizing my body <laughs> do you know what i mean like feeling my body and allowing myself to exist there more and also that's this is why i talk about brain so much telling my brain to shut the fuck up just shut up and let me do things instead because it would stop me and paralyze me in my tracks all the time so not listening to my brain and doing it anyway doing a post on facebook even though it gave me armpit sweats to hear reaching out to a person telling them about my about my offering that stuff the actual doing of all the theoretical knowledge transmuted and transmuted and transmuting because that's what i needed right instead of staying in theory land which i love theory but I had to put it into practice. And that, that was a big part of healing for me. Um, yeah, and starting to actually do meditation, actually starting to journal, actually starting to, you know, untangle and unpack feelings, right? Actually feeling. So even those things were, were huge for me. Like my journey has been very, very long and it's right and very arduous. I know a lot of ours it is, um, are, <clears throat> but yeah, it was that taking things out of theory and putting them into practice. That was one. Um, so now, as far as my um, as my daily practice goes, um, I love doing things. So I realized about myself, like when I meditate, there 
there must be like a, a vocal component. So one of the things I do a lot is awe meditation um, or uh, mantras where you repeat. So like, um, you know, well, yeah, like ah. <laughs> so, um, or um, Shreem Brzee. I don't know, like I, I like doing a lot of Eastern uh, meditations, like Hindu meditations and, and chanting, things like that. Um, so I do that every day. I clear my energy on a regular basis. Um, I, of course, go to my closet and adorn myself. I really see it as sacred adornment. So I ask what is going to be most supportive, what's going to feel the most iconic to me today, what, what body, what do you need, or airspace, what do you need today? Uh, what will make me feel like the woman who's already, um, whatever, you know, big dream, insert big dream. And then I want to dress like that today, right? What is um, iconic Ajani who's making a million dollars? How does she dress today? So really playing with that and making that part of my energetic activation. Um, and every single morning, I light three candles um, for three different prayers and, um, and an incense to really start my day as well. So, um, and I do little weird shit throughout the day also. So it's just, but it's personal, right? I'm air, so I like things to be a little bit wee, kind of um, fun and dynamic sometimes. Um, so yeah, but I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like if journaling doesn't resonate and you're more of a speaker of truths that process, do that, right? Um, maybe part of your ritual can be just self-care. Like, like that helped me a lot, actually. Moisturizing from head to toe is something I tell my clients to do too, to just give myself attention, just like actually see myself, feel myself like, oh, you know? So just, you can also make shit up, like a ritual, you know, that feels good to you. You can totally create it and, or just go look online for different ones that just feel good, that feel like they're actually going to support you. I do yeah. that a lot. Oh no, no, that was beautiful. Cause as you said, you know, you just do other things during the day. I do the same. It's kind of like, what do I need in this moment? And maybe in this moment, I do need to say an om. Or maybe in this moment, I just need to go sit out because we have a, a yard with beautiful grass. Maybe I just need to go sit out there for 10 minutes and drink my cup of tea and just go, oh, everything's okay. Today, I was driving to an appointment and I was singing a made-up song that just to try and help to an ABBA tune, but a made-up words to try and shift you know, some energy around the particular thing that I was in my head about, right? So I think it's really lovely that there's these practices that you have that are very ritualistic like the candles and and the adornment with your clothes and all of those but also the fact that it's like what do we need in this moment you know yeah and and yeah. And, and staying on top of that like instead of letting yourself go down the slippery slide and go oh well I'm down here now how the hell am I going to get up there it's like oh I can feel myself slipping what can I do to to raise that vibration again okay and that's part of like being your own best supporter and backing yourself and trusting yourself it's like Instead of just throwing yourself into the must see, I feel like shit now. See, nothing's working. So, and then staying like feeling like crap, you're like, ah, we're going to disrupt this actually. I'm feeling this and that's totally fine. But guess what? I'm going to go journal or I'm going to have a big glass of water or I'm going to make up an, a song, right? Um, yeah, having your background because it's easy to stay, stick to a ritual when everything's going well. And it's easy to be like, yay, oh my God, I'm totally going to do my meditation because I just got to try it, right? But you, that the, the important part that really changes everything is doing that shit when you feel crappy, when you feel a little negative Nancy, right? When you feel that way, that's when you must swoop in and be your biggest, like most totally like fucking emphatic um, ardent supporter. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm so glad that you said that. I've been saying, because I've been doing this work for a very long time. And for years, I've been saying to people, you've got to put stuff in your sanctuary toolkit when mm -hmm. you're feeling 
when life's normal, when you're feeling great or, you know, just life's rolling along. So whatever those practices are, like the ones you've shared as well, you know, if they resonate with people, whack them in your sanctuary toolkit. Because once they're in there, when the shit hits the fan, which it inevitably will, which will come from usually left of centre if you haven't been listening for long enough, um, yep. Or there's, you know, something happened, you know, in, unfortunately, like a death in the family or something like that. Yeah, You've yeah. got all those strategies so that you can then either use them because you know that they'll support you in that situation or you can kind of go, well, just a cup of tea on the grass. That's in my toolkit. That's all I can manage now. That's what I'm going to oh, go with. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. And just make it like one thing that really shifted for me is like, there are always circumstances, but the way you treat yourself is unconditional. So unconditional, even of the external circumstances, you still treat yourself in that same beautiful way. Beautiful. We're going to have to make that a tweetable or something, even though I'm not even on Twitter. <laughs> we'll make it something else. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, else, yeah. When you hear the word sanctuary, Eugenie, what does that evoke in you? Oh, it evokes just total peace and connectedness and, and centeredness and truth. truth. Yeah. How can we get more of that, hey? <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me some of that all the time. <laughs> so if you were to leave the listener with one piece of advice on their sanctuary journey, what would that be? Oh, yes, it would always be that it's okay to be you. The most beautiful, magical gift on this planet is you being you. So don't be afraid to be you. Um, it doesn't matter what other people think. We all have 60,000 thoughts a day. So if a few happen to be about someone not liking your outfit or what you're doing, like, fuck that. Who cares? <laughs> Just be you. Being you is the greatest gift and not being everyone's cup of tea is the most magical, like, thing possible. So just go for it. Really, just go for it. Imagine all the magic that can create if you're magical you. Oh, perfect. Thank you for giving everyone permission to do that because I think yeah. the more people showing up doing them, the, the more healing will happen um, oh yeah as well absolutely yeah. so where is the best place Eugenie, for people to find you online yeah so you can come and hang out helen's in my uh in this group called six figure i would rest your way to six figures and beyond on facebook that's a fun group um i have my podcast be the icon um which is everywhere um so those are the best parts i'm also hanging out on instagram more and more so, um, and I've got some cool, exciting stuff happening there. And if you really want to enter the world of, you know, iconicness and learn your elements, you can go take the, um, the iconic style quiz uh, twice with your first and second best set of answers to get your key elements and then start playing. Beautiful. I'll put all the links in the show notes so people can go straight to those. And I feel like we just need to say before we wrap up, Eugenie, that when they're doing the quiz, they need to park their brain, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, put, turn your brain off. Don't answer what you think you're supposed to answer. Thank you, Helen. Don't answer what you think you're supposed to answer. Just really go with the, the answers that, that, that connect, that trigger, like that uh, activate something in you that just feel like truth. It's more of a feeling. It's not a thinking thing. No thinking. Definitely. Park your brain. Thinking not allowed. <laughs> thinking not allowed. Yeah, as, as Helen knows, like there's no brain. No brains are allowed in my, up in my club. They don't get past the bouncers. <laughs> That's good. We don't need them there anyway. No. <laughs> well, thank you, dear listener, for being here. I know that you have, I'm certain, gained a lot from this 
beautiful sanctuary chat with Ejani. If you haven't got it already, please head on over to the Helen Joy Butler website to grab your sanctuary starter kit and join us in the sanctuary in a circle. But until next time, take care and much love.